This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. across to Neil. Let's hear something about the football. Then we come into Alan, then we come into Rookery. Neil, following that is is a challenge, I grant you. But what were your thoughts this evening? Maybe football related? Uh, My brain is fucking fried. (laughs) Grinding on a fucking Tuesday night. Uh, No, sorry. I I, I actually do feel like hanging up and and just like lying in a a darkened room. We all have sympathy um, with that. Yeah, what is that fucking kid on? <laughs> I don't know, but per kilo, I think it's expensive. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I, I didn't watch the game tonight. I've been out doing other things, but so I have a slightly different perspective. Mm. Interesting that two wins, and we have a core of experienced, solid championship players that have, have featured, and, and I go with Sema, Livermore, mm-hmm. and Ince as well. And probably Backman, right? So you've got a good spine in the team there. And it's not a surprise that we've stuck to the task, shown some character, and now starting to have a little bit of belief. So I think seven points from nine is a great return, and it's a decent base to build from. And the components are there. We've seen that. We've just not played as a team and not gelled. And, hey, it looks like it is starting to happen. As always, though, it's on to the next one, and if they if they can back it up. But the point about I think Richard was saying earlier about TDB, as I'll call him, can't be asked to say any more than that at this time of night. Yeah. My understanding is that Loser and Hamer were late for meetings during the week, and TDB was late for the departure for the game. So if the and that I think is the reason why TDB was bombed out from travelling as opposed to being on the bench. Ah, there we go. So I I think that's my understanding, and and if that is assuming that's correct, I understand that. I also believe that Ishmael is doing the right thing, and to I think it was Richard who made the point earlier. If Backman turns up late, I'd expect him to be dropped as well. 
right? Because it is a team game. It's not individuals, and they have to be respectful of each other. And the rules are the rules. My understanding, again, is that Ishmael's been really clear about these are the rules, and they've all individually signed up to it. So it's not a case of letting of breaking the rules. They're letting their teammates down. And I think that's a mentality. If you allow that to happen in the training ground, then it manifests itself on the pitch, right? That was the phrase, train hard, play easy. Yeah. And, and, it, and that, that's the basics of a team sport and running a team because if you're there and you're doing everything that's asked of you and others are not and they're still being selected and played, how does that make you feel? It undermines the team. And it, we've seen it before last season where we had Zhao and, and Star. Two fantastic individuals, but we were a half-assed team and we got the results and the, the performance that, that warranted that. And this year, we're starting to get results from team spirit, grinding results out. And, yeah, it's frightening that we're four points from the, uh, the playoffs. Well, yeah, I must confess, I haven't actually looked at the table to confirm if that is still the case or where we are, but... It's a first win away. It's two games back-to-back where I think we have shown character. We're not kidding ourselves that the performances have been wondrous and we've taken a team apart. We've also commented on the fact that it was Sheffield Wednesday and that Swansea were disappointing tonight. But I think what we did to them was what other teams have done to us. When you look at it and you go, well, why don't we work as hard as that? Why don't we go at the end? Why don't we create the opportunity? Why don't we be miserly in front of our own goal as best we can? Yes, we got away with with a few moments uh, today and Backman also pulled out a couple of great stops as well. So there's some realism in all of this, but there's also a little bit of joy because we won away from home and all of those guys who have travelled down the M4 to to, to Swansea and uh, and are coming back, hopefully, with huge smiles on their faces. I'm sure they will be. I'm sure they will be. Just pray they don't all stop and start grinding on a fucking Tuesday night. I was fucking arrested any twat that did that. I'll tell you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Neil, sir, have a great evening, sir, and we will see you. I hope, hope, hope to see you very soon. Down, well, down I might see you on Saturday. I'm going to try and make it up. Stay good and be lucky. Fantastic. You take care, mate. Lovely stuff. Let's get let's get Alan in. Oh, I thought I'd add you in, Alan. I do apologise. Let me add you back in there. Alan, sir. Hopefully. How are you? I'm all right. I mentioned you this evening because as the goal went in, and, uh, and my other half went, well, where's the replay? And I went, it's the red button. It's the red button. It's got no better. And it's it's, it's yours and it's my bugbear. Just thought I'd mention it. <laughs> well, I didn't see the game tonight because I was at a non-league game to me. We like this. We like finding out where Alan's gone. But what, what, let's, let's deal with the Watford stuff, first of all. And, and two wins, two clean sheets. Not getting, we're trying not to get carried away with thinking that everything is solved and that everything is better and that anything is this. But we, we've stuck with the manager and it feels like he's had an international break where he's made some positive inroads. I'm not saying the, deal is, the, 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 the thing is a, a, is a finished deal, but it seems feels like it might be moving at least not downwards for a change. Well, I think on the basis that he's won back-to-back games, he must be due another new contract, mustn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Well done, sir. Well done. uh, But no, in all seriousness, I think, first of all, you might recall, I said yesterday or the day before, I I felt strangely optimistic about going to Swansea and getting a a win. It wasn't the scoreline that I predicted, but I did predict a win. I, I don't know why, I just felt that, 
I think Swansea has been a, a in recent more recent seasons has been a difficult place for us to go. I think the last time we won there, unless I've got this wrong, I think was when Marco Silva was manager. But I might be wrong on that. I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh, I'd really have to get the brain matter working, which I'm not too sure I can on a Tuesday night grinding or otherwise. No, that's, uh, it's... But nonetheless, there's a, few, there's a few there's a few features here that stick out for me. Mm-hmm. There's comment being made about the the results, the particular last two results coinciding with the inclusion Sierra at centre half. Yeah. Yes. Also, as also been said, Jake Livermore, his inclusion seems to have steadied the ship in central midfield. I think he's one of those players that will polarise opinion, a bit like back in the day, Gavin Mahon. There was always that element of support that wondered what the hell he did, and there was the other element of support that, no, no, he's exactly what we need in that, in that position. But there was those supporters that thought Gavin Mahon's best trait was being able to point. And Do you remember that? And, and uh, I, I, I think this very podcast probably... We, we were probably sarcastic about about Gavin Marne at least a few times, I'm sure, weren't we, Justin? <laughs> but, uh, but, but no, in all seriousness, you know, to get back-to-back wins and clean sheets. And I think also, I think another thing about it is that it, we're not going to be a free-scoring Watford side. I think we had a bit of a false dawn on the opening day when we found ourselves 4-0 up after half an hour or whatever it was. But what is really noteworthy is it's not just the fact that we've won the last two games 1-0 and kept clean sheets. Mm -hmm. They've been late goals. And I think that's a testament to the fact that the players keep going and to their fitness, I would say. Nice. So um, we can look at the squad and we can question the quality of the players that we've got. I don't think there's any doubt that we haven't got the quality that we've had in previous seasons. But I, I also said the last time we spoke, I think it was, we are reassuringly mediocre, and I very much enjoy that. Justin, <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> make a note of that. Make a note of that. When we go to the awards ceremony, which, let's be honest, we're blagging our entire way to, I think that should be basically what we should be calling the podcast. <laughs> Excellent I've, news. I've, I think in case for the podcast, that's perhaps a little harsh. Um, <laughs> it's a little over the top and gloaty, if you ask me, but there we go. Oh, but, but, but before you go there, before you go there, sorry, uh, Matty Rance, thank you very much, because people start replying on Twitter as we're talking. He said, Alan is right. Our last win at Swansea before tonight was in September 2017 when Marco Silva was in charge, because, of course, it was uh, Richarlison right at the end, wasn't it? So there yeah, you go. it was. Thank you, Matty. Just, uh, just to uh, talk about non-league tonight, mm-hmm. I-, I will tell you where the game I was at and the two teams and then I'll let everybody else work out where the game was. So it was Desborough Town versus Ainsbury Rovers in the United Counties League Premier Division South. And I, I sat with three friends. In that row of friends was myself, a Watford fan, friend who supports Leeds, another friend who supports Bradford City and the fourth friend who supports that team at that bus stop. All right. How about that for eclectic in 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 the middle of England for completely random football teams for us to support Brentford, Leeds, Watford, and Bradford. How about that for random? That's very good. I like that. I, no, I'm a huge fan of non-league and the atmosphere it creates. The games you can and the, 
not just the quality of the football that you actually see at at levels because you really do a lot of people you wouldn't believe actually how technically able a lot of people are in the non-league game the reason why they haven't made a jump to the professional game on occasions has nothing to do with their technique but also the vantage points and the and basically all of the relationships all of the fun all of the stuff that you have fo- at football in a different way in a different place with a different flavour so always a joy do you, know what, do you know what the great thing about it is you're right in everything you've just said but I, I would add there's a few other factors around it on, more, and more, pe- more and more people have been attracted to watching non-league football uh, in part because it's safe it's cheaper that the fact that you can choose to stand where you like the fact that you can have a pit, a pint by the side of the pitch these are all things that that attract people to non-league and having been involved in non-league football for many years now it's so reassuring to see that crowds have gradually got stronger and stronger at this level of the game and long may it continue so, so yeah, uh, I'm a massive advocate for non-league football, anyway. Yeah, absolutely. The other, the other thing I think that's that, that's worthy of, of saying it, and then we're going to come to you, Rookery Boy, is the fact that the connection between those non-league grounds and women's football. At this embryonic stage where the yes. women's crowds are at a certain stage, it is better to have it housed uh, quite often at grounds. And when they do suddenly jump to the senior ground, shall we say, or the club's actual ground, you might see a quick ground swell of support. Sometimes at the moment that's not necessarily sub- sustainable. Somebody like Arsenal playing at Boreham Wood and you see what Arsenal have done and how they have helped that club, that particular club grow and the, the stadium facilities grow. Uh, it, seeing, seeing that replicated all the way down the pyramid is it's it's harmonization between non-league men's football and the facilities and the women's game as it grows is truly a great thing and i hope we remember that in in future years as well i make you right on that i think that the fact that we have gone off on a tangent but i think i hope that it's interesting to others that are listening i think the success of the lionesses in terms of the euros last year meant that more people were motivated to get off their backsides and actually go and watch a women's game whether it was in the wsl the championship or below and attendance is now going the way they go. You look at Bristol City on Sunday where there were 12,000 there, and that's a club that's at the bottom of the WSL. And I know that's a little bit of a misnomer because they were playing Arsenal, which is the biggest supported club in women's football. Note the biggest supported, not necessarily the biggest club. Uh Um, It's really positive. I think you see the growth of the women's game. You see the enthusiasm for non-league football as well there's there's lots of reasons to be encouraged about the state of football there a lot of people make comments about the game at the top at the top tier and in the championship there's too much money involved in this that and the other and and actually there's there's lots of positivity around around the game at a much lower level and it's it's really good to see it would just be nice to see for all those volunteers and all those hardworking people and grassroots football and non-league, it would nice. It'd just be nice to see the money trickle down. That's the one issue the game game really has, and the only other issue uh, is that there needs to be a better pathway. For you mentioned about the, the quality of players playing in non-league. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest single issues that non-league football has is that when you have there's so many uh, clubs now that have good youth setups, but it, the, the issue with the, the, that lies there therein is the the pathway between youth football and adult football is that's a problem that needs to be addressed but overall i think the game is is in a far healthier state than than lots of people would like to to uh to believe it is 
And on a Watford point of view, just to finish off on that, I, it's really encouraging. I think the fact that that we uh, have stuck with a manager for more than 12 games, the, the, the fact that there's some unity in the squad, and I'm, I'm all in favour of his disciplinary approach. I, I've heard some grumbles about it tonight, but these are probably the same people that were moaning about the lack of discipline last year and the lack of action being yeah. taken well this year we are taking action and if that means that some decisions get taken that aren't very popular well then fuck it that's just life the players at the end of the day they've got to pull in the same direction and they've got to do what's expected of them and if that means that in certain instances like tonight like Tom Derrida gets left out tough shit that's yeah. what happens it, and it's good to, on that actually. go on um, Andrew French has tweeted re- in the last half an hour, Tom Deli Bashiru was due to be a sub tonight, as was Hamer at Leeds. Loser mm. was due to start when he was dropped to the bench. Start was dropped to the bench, subs drop off the bench. Yeah, thank you to Gary. Gary posted that onto our timeline as well, which is very nice. So, yeah, it, it, you're right. We, we're looking at, hopefully, again, what, what, did we, what did I ask earlier on? I said, Valerian, maybe it's now time to get some consistency, which then forms into an identity of how we play. He's, if he's being consistent there and it's been communicated, we can't complain that the club haven't communicated to us because they absolutely have. Alan... Wonderful stuff. You sit there and say, "Well, this we may be going off on a tangent." I, w- I was talking to I was talking to Brett twenty minutes ago about grinding on a Tuesday night. This was absolutely on point. Rookery boy, we're coming straight to you. Just before we get you there, Aaron, hello, sir. He's on his way back. He says, "I'm on my way on coach two. Shout out to everyone who made the trip today. The support was the best we've had away for a good while. Didn't stop singing, guys. Everybody who travelled there, well done. Great stuff." Rookery boy, we've been keeping you waiting. I'm so sorry, mate. You sound like you're on the on the M4, maybe. Yeah, we are on the M4. Oh. I think we're just just about to pass Cardiff. Sign up then. Quarter past one. Shouldn't be too bad. Very good, very good. Excellent stuff. So come on in. You're, you're the first one in who who's been at the ground to, to, tonight. Tell us how how was the atmosphere? A, I thought I'd keep it short and sweet. First, I just want to give a big shout out really to everyone who travelled up. I said before the game on the way, do you know what? I reckon it's going to be a matter of, what, 100, 200 fans making the trip. We got there about half, quarter past seven, seven o'clock, and the turnout was brilliant, to be fair. I know it's half term as well, but yeah, fair play to everyone that went. I think there was noise pretty much for 90 minutes. So yeah, that's, that's probably like my, my first point, really. So yeah, I hope everyone gets home safe, really. Absolutely brilliant stuff. No, and you're absolutely right. Everybody, safe drive back. Um, nobody, nobody wants to spoil the evening. You can, uh, you, you, you can, you can have a lie in. Tell work I said it was allowed. Um, yeah, I've managed to get the half day tomorrow, so I'm not in the office till one o'clock. So well, uh, I'll well be, uh, I'll be in bed till about eleven. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so come on in from the from the vantage point there behind the uh, the goal at the left, as we would have watched it on the TV. In there, we did hear you making a noise. Well done, one and all. What was the what was the kind of the atmosphere? in the ground as the game went on because obviously it's another kind of winner yeah late on in the game it's harem scare them in the last 10 minutes yeah. how was everyone i feel like i don't know recently first half of games i think we just start on the back foot a bit flat a bit nervous i think it was the same instance at sheffield last saturday it was a case of jesus christ this is so boring like like when is it half time do you know what i mean 
And I think again tonight, the first 15, 20 minutes was like, oh crap, here we go again kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Just waiting for my beer at half time. And then I just feel like we come in in the second half, first 10 minutes, had a bit of the ball, created a few chances. And then I think the boys just saw a bit of potential there, a few gaps in their defence. And then again, obviously, Semmer coming on, making a massive impact as he did last week. But look, I think before I was so critical, I was, you know what, the football is flat, there's chances there, but nothing's going on with it. But if we're getting, if we're grinding out results and getting three points, then I, I, I can take the football all day long. Do you know what I mean? And I even said to Alfie as well next to me, I would be, I would happily drive home from the Swansea with, with, with a point yeah. to get the three points and a clean sheet. And a, similar to last week, I'd say, flat for about 60 minutes but then we got into second gear and, and took advantage yeah I mean, it was an, it was an interesting one because we, we don't we don't do xg and and stats particularly on on here we leave that to the buzz podcast and jordan and watford analytics and they do great they do a great job with that all that stuff but but almost anecdotally as you're watching the game obviously bio had the chance for the header i don't know how much he got to be able to how, how good a picture it had but it was a chance we had kmb have a left-footed effort in the in the first half there were chances yeah, yeah. that we were trying to create and it felt like after Saturday, it was a bit almost, guys, we've got to get, we've got to ramp those numbers up. That's how it felt. Even though I, I appreciate what you exactly you're saying. First off, it felt a bit meh, a little bit to me. It did, it did, know. yeah. But, but we, we've got that kind of, let's push for it in the last 20, especially, yeah, they seem to go yeah. up a gear. Did that, is that how it felt in the ground? No, definitely as well. And I think it's good to see as well. I don't know, knowing you've been a bit flat for, let's say, 50 minutes, but then step it up and really go, do you know what, lads, come on, like we can push for it. And then obviously they got rewarded with the goal as well. I'll be honest with you, I said to Alfie, it was the 70th minute, I was like, look, if it's still nil nil 80th minute, should we just sack it off and, and beat the traffic? And then we started walking down the stairs, got to the turnstile, and then Alfie goes, do you know what, stay here for a second. Summer's on the ball when he scores, so me and him go back up the stairs. And then, yeah, we probably got stuck in traffic for about 45 minutes and only just recently left Swansea's. Yeah, it was a, a great result. Happy days. Well, look, well done. Tremendous for travelling. Tremendous. Everybody, Coach 2, Aaron, everybody there, just have a safe journey back. If and when we, we finish, we've put out a, a podcast over the last half hour, which is the preview for the Millwall game, obviously recorded before. Obviously, yeah. it, 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 it would normally be no better because obviously we are rubbish constantly and consistently. <laughs> but 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 Dan from that Millwall podcast gave us a good review of them. Also told us a little bit about Reese Healy, which we didn't know. Okay. So you can give the, give that a listen if you want, just, just sure a little bit more Watford indulgence on the way back having got the away game guys absolute heroes well done well done a safe journey back take care everyone bye bye no worries there he goes there he goes excellent hello this is bill leslie and you're listening to the do not scratch your eyes podcast here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Let's get across. And now we have to have our chat. Probably this will be the last call. Then we do the uh, the five words and the long forms. We're going across to, uh, to Danny. Now, by my reckoning, Danny has probably been in Portugal for about three hours, maybe four. I'm not sure. Danny, sir, if you can hear me. Yeah, there he goes. Did the flight go okay? Did you get there? And did you get to see the game? Yeah. 
<laughs> he's been uh, on holiday for four hours and he's rung us. <laughs> we had to fucking win. We're not working there. Just typical. Absolutely typical. But no, do you know what? I watched the whole game. I managed to literally, we landed about an hour before we kicked off. So I managed to catch the whole game. Wasn't, again, wasn't a pretty performance, but how many times we sit here and said, if Watford team doesn't have any fight, have any spirit, and we've shown that the last two games, that's what you can ask for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I, I just love the fact that you've seen the game you've done. Have you got somewhere where there's a beer on? Did you get uh, somewhere to, to, to watch them on? I managed to have a couple of, couple of shandies, so... I'm in the room now. Oh, fair enough. Oh, fair enough. Because yeah. I, I still, last time you were in Portugal, we were talking and keeping Pex Red waiting for going out. Now, now, nah, you, nah. now you're back in for the evening. <laughs> this isn't good, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. What's the weather going to be like out there? Because Danny's out there in Portugal. What's the forecast? Is it looking okay? Well, it's look. It's about mid twenties, I think. It's looking like on the forecast, but it's raining at the moment. We'll let it slide. It's the first day, so hopefully from tomorrow it'll be nice sunny weather, and we'll be able to be able to have a good time. Very good, very good. Well, yeah. look, mate, you go you go off and and go and spend go and spend time with the other half, quality time <laughs> on holiday, and the family as well. Oh, every, oh, it's a big it, it, yeah. So it, basically, it's, it's me, Be- yeah, it basically it's me, Becky, her mum and dad, her sister, and. Um, two, ne- three nieces and nephews. Oh wow! This is this is yeah. a villa of some kind. You're you're presumably yeah. Uh... Right. No, it's, it's an it's like an apartment. It's an apartment complex in Portugal. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was uh, it it was a heck of a goal. Even if yeah, you weren't was... even if you weren't there, you, you basically you've done your bit. You yeah, had yeah. to go to Portugal in order for us to win. I think you've done your bit. Well, if I yeah. have to back it out, that's it. Absolutely, absolutely. In all serious though, Ken Semmer, I've always liked Ken Semmer, but what you will get from Ken Semmer is just a wholehearted performance and he's he's the match winning tonight. And Ken Semmer, I think us fans now have to start appreciating what Ken Semmer brings to this team. He's an absolute, I I love him to bits, Ken Semmer. Very good, very good. Yeah. After, as we know, what, what has been challenging time for him injury-wise, and obviously yeah, yeah. the horrors from the previous week around the Swedish game, it's it it, it was lovely to see him score such mm. an absolute terrific ripping Roy the Rovers goal and, mm. and see that smile back on his face because if he's smiling, it means something's good going on for Watford, and that's important. Absolutely, brilliant. Absolutely, stuff. got got to say though, Shearalter for me, absolute rock at the back tonight, absolute rock. He's proving incredibly both versatile mm. and trustworthy in those positions. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's good to have him back in there because for all that we've all been twitchy about Porteous and, and Hoot, having mm. somebody there to offer genuine competition and put some pressure on them forces them to, to, to play that bit better. And we know it's a thin squad. One of the bonuses of having Sierra Alta that you can double up in these places, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so. I, I thought every header he won, tackle he won, I thought he's brilliant. And I've got to say, the full-backs have got a lot of criticism in recent weeks, and weeks, but I thought Lewis probably had his best game in a Watford yet, in mm. my opinion. And then Gakki was very good again tonight. Yeah, you've got to say where credit's due. And also, Jake Livermore, again, did what he had to do. Get that midfield ticking. Yeah. He, he, I, I agree with what Alan said earlier about the Gavin Mount never really mm. was appreciated by a lot what for fans. But then when he didn't play, you can't saw what he didn't. I think Jake Livermore's going to be the same similar play. He just kept the ball ticking. And towards the end, in 90, 95th minute, 94th minute, running his socks off, chasing balls down in right at the end. Well, the old coaching analogy was, as everybody else is bombing forward, you want somebody who just thinks... 
what if this breaks down here? Where, where can I do? Yeah, yeah. And and he's got that. He, he's been called a number of things, probably by us in the main, because we've looked at him and gone, well, why? Where is he? Why isn't he being played? Why isn't he being played? He, he clearly seems to have got to some level of fitness or confidence from Valerian to now put him in. That he's it's now his shirt to lose, really, realistically. Yeah. And we appreciate yeah. his age and you know how, how many games he can play in a week. But hey, there, there was no real drop off, and his game isn't so taxing. I'm, he's at that. He's at that. Age where his brain is working out the economy of effort that his body has to do. If we can have him in there for Saturday, it might be interesting to see interesting to see if we can take things on to a third game, dare I say it. He says, what do you reckon? No, I mean, Ken Semmer's got to start the weekend, hasn't he? Well, Martins has played, has played really well. But there, there's a certain element about him which is it's, it's his trick to go inside and to let go of that shot which he dispatched against, who was it, Birmingham, I think it was, to such good effect. But Ken gives you also something else. He gives you the ability to be able to actually attack the byline rather than the goal. Mm, and that, yeah, draw, yeah. that drift draws defenders wide, it pulls them deep, and suddenly somebody like Ryovic could potentially be getting on the end of, of crosses because we've seen in previous yeah. championship years exactly the level of, of assists that can come from Mr. Ken Semmer. Again, it's the same thing. It's competition for places. It means when you get yeah, in yeah. there, you've got to do it. Otherwise, you miss your chance. And Kone seems to be slowly pushing mm. forward. And let's hope it's not one of these kind of one step forward, two steps back again. I hope, um, not, I hope not, because Kone does show in glimpses what a player he can be. He showed, showed it at the weekend when he came on as Serbi was brilliant. And I thought again tonight, he wasn't, I don't think he was absolutely spectacular tonight, but I think what he did, did he, he tried to get the ball forward as much as he can. And as a midfielder, you want us to be being positive and, and going forward. And I think Kone just gives us that. I, I think midfield tonight, a really good balance. And also, I've got to say, what I've noticed when we have Kiemba on the side, we look a lot more comfortable. He played against um, Cardiff, I believe. He played against Cardiff. Yeah. And we looked a lot more comfortable with Kiemba in midfield. It must be something about having Kiemba in the midfield. Again, he's another one that likes, likes to drive the ball forward. But he's another one he can win the ball back as well. He can win the ball back and then drive the ball forward. Well, I think Livermore, obviously, just wins the ball back and then passes it on to another player. Kone, I think, likes to receive the ball and then drive forward. But I think Kiembe can do a bit of both, which is really good to see. Yeah, well, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Danny, go and have a great day tomorrow on your yeah. first proper day of your holiday. Yeah. Uh, it, it hasn't started badly. I'm sure it'll continue very no, well indeed. It's been a brilliant start. So hope, hopefully another, another win on Saturday and it's going to make a brilliant three wins in a row and hopefully a really good really good holiday. So yeah, fingers crossed. Brilliant stuff. Say hello to Beck. Say hello to your dad for us and you have a good one. Excellent. Right, there goes Danny. Let's get into these five words. What time have we got? We've got about quarter past 11, so we, I reckon we can probably get to this by about the run, round about the bottom of the hour. Let's have a look. Needless to say, Brian Edwards is in with multiple entries, as he often is. He says, better team, win, great effort. Excellent. Simon Parkin, tell you, Simon says, deja vu, poor game, good goal. Okay, fair enough. Brian Edwards, uh, f- about fucking time, away win. Ian, we heard him at the start of the show saying, uh, first away win since 1997. It fucking feels like it. 1-0 to the Watford, says Brian. Dave Lavender says, journey home is much sweeter. Dave, have a safe journey home. Have a fantastic journey home. Well done. You and everyone else who's done it, absolute hero. John Parslow says, get the fucking Ken in. See what he's done with King there. That's very clever. I like that. As everybody knows, I'm a big fan of the F word, combining it with Ken. That's very good. Now, this, I have to say, this is going to be challenged. This is going to be challenged hard to see whether or not this can be beaten because it starts off very well. This is from Colin Hoosier, Hosepipe. He says, sod your five-word reviews. Very good start. Justin, I think you'll agree that's a very positive start to a five-word review. I'm in bloody shock. We've won away. 
Very good. Brian, back again. Justified clapping from the fans. Cole Campion, brilliant. Captain Backman denies Swansea. Carbs, King Ken does it again. Brian Edwards, back again. Disallowed goal. Hmm, not sure. Uh, Catherine Jones, Ken Semmer is the goat. Nicholas Smith says... A snooze fest, but relieved. Yeah, that's fair enough. I don't mind with that at all. Mark Nody says, Watford win away. Miracles happen. <laughs> Praise be. Richard Nilmot says, rope-a-dope tactics working. Kind of, yeah, sit back and then hit them. Yeah, that's, that's a good analogy. I like that. Carl Campion says, cesspit, pit's goal of the season. Malk from uh, Hell Hall Island says, not creating enough chances. Bit picky considering we won, but we didn't generally look like scoring. I know what you mean there, Mal, because I was sitting there going, well, where's the goal coming from? Because we've created chances, the kind of thing I was chatting to chatting to, to, to Rookery Boy about. So, but where, where is it going? And then if he picks one out, it would be nice for us to get some of those common or garden goals, those where we pull them a little bit about and, you know, it, it's a no-brainer rather than having to score kind of worldies from the outside of the box. Louis Tashira says, 295 days in the making. Oh, my God. Dr. Dickie Sutton says sky red button never works. It it did work, but it's just the fact that they just go, well, it, we're doing this for a lot, so we just won't bother with any kind of uh, action replay or anything like that. Willie Eckers like says that I did not expect. Jimmy Pesto, King Ken, clear for liftoff. Uh, Sean Gawley says... Liver crepid, King Ken and Gakia drug test. <laughs> Sean, I'm sorry, mate. I saw you hanging on there. I was trying to get to you. Do ring in after Millwall. We'll have a chat. Richard Fairbanks says, a kingly gift from Ken. Ken Rowe, Jason Rowe says, Ken Semmer, king of the Thunderbastards. That's a good word. I like the word Thunderbastards. I'm going to use that a lot more in, in conversation in future. Michael Froome says, every player gave a shit. Ryan Cripps, Semmer, you beauty, super backman. Vacuum Bio, Hornet Cone says, uh, don't forget, still pot so out, in brackets, if you support it. There you go. No, I, it, it, it's two wins, and God, doesn't that make it feel better? But it's we still know where we are. We still know where we've got something to move in the way of. But in fairness, if you're going to gnash, you have the gnashing of teeth and the wailing, and oh, let's also enjoy the wins as well. But you're right. Let's not forget. Silgerman. Fantastic work and team effort. Chris Bone says, my curry was very good. Yeah, <laughs> Chris, I'm glad about that. We never get these kind of reviews from Wendover. Chris Bone there, Lincoln, he's, he's performing a service. Swedish FC at Watford FC Sweden. Swedes do it best. Bang. It, it, Watford FC Sweden, are you, are you claiming an assist there? Because it feels like it. Louis Tejira, happier spaces than last time. Uh, well, last time was was 1-0 over Sheffield Winter. Yeah, you're right. Ben Slater, a bus stop in Cardiff. Ben, I hope everything's all right after the weekend, etc. Paul Fiander-Turner, HMS pissed the league, setting sail again shortly. But he's kept that in five words because he's done HMSPTL. Clever, clever use of an acronym. We've done it, says Louis Tashira. Jane Kearney says, decent all-round performance tonight. James DJ says, plucky Ken plucks the swans. Oh, James, that's... I nearly got myself in... Well, no, that's not true. I wouldn't have got myself in trouble because we just swear here all the time anyway. That's just what we do. There we go. Paul Fiona Turner says, tough night for Backman haters. Natasha Wright says, super Swede sink sorry swans. Ben says, Ryovich, Steve Butler in disguise. It's not a very good disguise. It's almost identical at the moment. I think he will come good. We've also got to remember, he is. it's his first games at this level in this league. We've got to start playing to him. We've all commented about the lack of service he's had. I'm still... 
positive on Ryevich that he will start scoring because he doesn't do much else. John Parslow, have you banned Uncle Ron? No, I have not banned Uncle Ron at all. Ron was looking to jump in on Saturday early on at one stage and then he, he dropped off. No, we're not banning anybody. Sod that. Dr. Dick Sutton, absolute perler from King Ken. Lee Anselmo says four points off playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's frightening, isn't it? Gary Sell, OMG, OMG, away win. Watford fan says Watford best English team round. Right, I think we are now at the point of letting letting rip on this. Vacuum Bio says do not scratch your eyes. Good line. I think that sounds like a good title for something. Ben Aiton says Ken ends away day horrors. The Big Lebowski away games are no longer awake. Oh, I see. Awake rather than just awake. Stay awake on the M4, people. That's the important thing. We're all Hornet Steve. Hey, Steve. Says, Scorchio Uncumri Ganwatford. I've got no idea what that is. I went for a Welsh accent. It came out as sort of Merseyside. Steve, if I've offended you, I'm so sorry. But if you're going to give me Welsh to read, what do you think is going to happen? Smitty says, banging goal. Wins a win. Gary Chubby Mead says, Arise Ken of Watford. This is not a drill, says Gary Selwood. Silgerman. Yeah. Oh, Silverman, he's, he's just putting lots of Swedish flags in. It's, just, the Swedes are going all un, un, unbearable. Well done, guys. You should do it. Three beautiful points, says, says Martin Bitmead. Alan Lathwell, we heard it earlier on, says another great night in Europe. Alan W. <laughs> that's good. I like that. Alan WFC. Harrod Allen says uh, seven from nine, promotion form. But then he bursts out in laughter with lots of emojis. Hampshire Hornet, we're now cardboarding the cracks. <laughs> Oh, this is truly excellent. We've gone up from paper. We're now at the cardboard levels. Well done. Carol Humphrey says, heart-pounding, gritty, exciting win. Molly Vivsbank says, we won away? Question mark. Mikey Abrahams fell asleep after 20 minutes, woke up just before the rocket. Brilliant. Peter Joyless-Jones says, King Ken. Chris Stark. Yeah, that Chris Stark. Says seven points in three games. Hillary Dillery Dockett says, TDB on the naughty step. I've decided to call him Tom Delly B, just because I can and I'm down with the kids. No, nobody's believing that. Skylar Rose says, We all bow to His Majesty King Ken Semmer. What a strike. A bit like last weekend. One bit of quality won us the game. Backman, good saves as well. Excellent. I do like the fact that Skylar is having no truck with this five-word nonsense and he's refusing to use the long forms. Well done. It's time to go, says Ken Semmer, player of the season. Cranky from Littleport says, fair play, those travelling fans. Absolutely. Heroes, every single one of them. We did hear you. I'm sure I've, if, I'd be amazed if the players didn't come over. I hope they did. I hope it was a right raw loving. Well done, guys. Cranky from Littleport says, fair play, those travelling fans. We're saying twice. Softtail, King Ken, we love you. Dylan Shah, Val using George Graham playbook. Oh, I see. Yes, 1-0 to the Watford, isn't it? 1-0 to the Golden Boys. Can we get that one cranking out again? That would be good. I remember that in the 90s. That was, that was very popular. Oh, Cranky from Littleport again. No comments from Uncle. Shock, he says. Ah, fair enough. Lone Heckler says predominantly boring. Moments of magic. Jim Cuthbert. Hey, Jim. I saw Jim on Saturday. It was a joy to see him. Says, worth the wait, King Ken. Will Gasper, the King Ken strikes again. You've got the idea about where this is going. Andrew Clarkford's picture of Victor Meldrew with, I don't believe it. That was possibly the worst. I, uh, I'm, I, I could I could do you a better impression, but it would be Roy Hodgson saying I don't believe it, and that just doesn't work. And we heard from him earlier on, not quite as shit today. Rob C, Index Jesus, says, battling away, worth savouring. Lee Johnson, not pretty, but job done. Sean Pugh, four-game winning streak incoming. <laughs> well done, Sean. Well done. Again, as ever, get carried away, why don't you? Labada Fold says, three points for three pints. Oh, I like that. That's a good idea. Pint for points. Good. Make a note of that, Justin. We have to think about something. Paul, start Ken and Aspria Saturday, please, he says. Howie Gosling says, we are staying up, say, 
And I think he just has that on repeat from there on. That's nice. Axel VM Wright says 95 days. It has been 200, nearly 300 days before. I oh, it's over now. And don't forget, they're a bit like buses. You wait for one and then it turns out it's got fucking Harry Potter written on it. I think that's what I meant. Barry Giles says, always better with King Ken. Mr. Meady says, Ken Semmer with a pile driver. Ellie says, sexy football is back, bitches. <laughs> That's not an HR-friendly statement, Ellie. Honestly, what are you doing? Watford winning South Wales says Yell 999. Neil Dean says, once again, King Ken, man of the match. Ian Strang says, gradual progress, trust, reinforce, push. Oh, that's good. That's that's a really good economic use of five words. Nobody else is bothering Ian. I don't know where you are, but well done nonetheless. Ben Gower says, are we playing the refs? Are we playing the refs? I don't know that one. Ken, stick it in me. He said, Shaq. Oh, I can't even pronounce that. There we go. Rookery Rambler says, fine margins, smile, keep grounded. Absolutely, absolutely. And Harrow Hornet says, away win. Sounds good tonight. Sounds good tonight. I think it's important that we do celebrate the wins and we do acknowledge it, that it, if we can't enjoy a win, then in many ways, why bother following a football team? But it's also worth having that perspective. We've all said we know we're not the finished article, but the excitement of potentially, just potentially, and I know we got caught out on this on game one, so nobody's getting carried away, the possibility of having a team that is more than the sum of its parts going forward, potentially, with some reinforcement, that's still surely what everybody wants, isn't it? And if you see tiny little signs that something might head in that direction... It'd be nice, but we also know that moments and goals change games. And had their goal not been disallowed, who knows where we'd have been. So it's got to be a combination of the lot. Let's get on to the long forms. Carl Campion, a very likeable performance in the second half. Lots of effort. Seemed to move the ball more quickly. Still not convinced Val knows his best starting lineup or score two goals in a tight game. Back-to-back wins, great for confidence. On to Saturday. Like that a lot. We heard from John earlier on, John Parslow, and he said, Thanks, Brett. I'll have to work out which backgammon prediction to use it as a backing track for. Justin will love the Millwall one. The Millwall one is now already out, and you can hear John's dubious choice. And I'll even put the animation out tomorrow because we're going to need to do that. Gary put up the piece that Justin mentioned earlier on uh, a tweet out from Andrew French or letting all Watford fans know about the questions we've been talking about. And he's put on there, I'll just read it out once more, explained that TDB knew the rules and he, as coach, will continue to enforce. TDB was due to be a sub tonight, as was Hamer at Leeds. Loser was due to start when he was dropped to the bench. Starters drop to the bench. Subs drop off the bench. We also were talking with Neil and he said it was basically, it was the departure of the coach. That's mission critical as well, isn't it? If you're not there for games, Jesus Christ, that's an issue. Who knows, but that's all been communicated. John Parso also says, is Brett making the edit for the Liverpool Awards night? Uh, I, nothing would surprise me about the awards night. The fact that we're there is astonishing, let alone anything else. Gary says, whatever Brett is on, I want some. Yeah, we did rather go off-piste on that one, but that's fine. That's fine. Off-piste or on the piste? One of the two. Alan Lathwell says, has Brett had a few refreshments this evening? I think he may have done. Paul Fiander Turner puts in a beautiful picture, whoever's got that, of, of Ken having just struck it and... 
Yeah, that's nice. Gary Chubbymead says uh, TDB and Hamer were both dropped as due to be on the bench. Loser was dropped from start, so went on the bench. Andrew French confirmed this evening. Thanks, guys. Important win, says Hampshire Hornet. Win this particularly, given it was done without Loser and TBD. We need players to see that poor, uninterested form or poor discipline will cost a place in the team and no guarantee you'll get it straight back in. I mentioned earlier on, Aaron said, was on my way back home on, on Coach 2. Shout out to everyone who made the trip today. And I can't say this enough. The support was the best we've had for a good while. Didn't stop singing. Guys, it's you guys who make these trips week in, week out. You pop, you're basically putting so much money, time, effort, emotion into going there and you're depositing it all the time today you get to take you get to make a withdrawal on the fun bank so well done well done indeed paul fianda turner says uh, very solid players worked hard no passengers tonight long road back for loser and delhi bashira now noticeable change of tactic not faffing as much at the back or pulling wing backs out of position less hoot long balls too lots of positives for a very welcome change Let's hope these are little kind of micro improvements that, uh, that that hopefully carry on and hopefully work out for everybody. Andrew Argent says, who needs loser? Fuck him off in the January sales. Well done, Andrew. That's the tone I like. Very good. He also follows on two games, two wins, two moments of brilliance. The rest was dross. Yeah, fair enough. All good. All good. Carl James put in, hey, come on, you know already, with a lovely picture of a smiling Ken. I think we all know. We, we all like Ken. We did some charity T-shirts last year, and by far the, the biggest sailor w- was Ken. And when you bear in mind some of the other names who were there, it was, well, it wasn't a surprise, but, but Ken has genuinely connected with the Watford fans. I think that's absolutely certain. Len Melanie, WFC on thread says, come along on Saturday, first time in four years. What is NFC? What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? Alan Lathwell is spot on. Andrew French confirmed. Brilliant. Joe then said, and they got into a bit of a chat about it. He said, five seconds of quality, 90 minutes of dross, said Joe. And I think them disappeared. Charlie came on. We haven't heard from Charlie for a couple of weeks. Hope you're well, mate. He said, he says to Ant, mind your language. Well done. Well done. Well said, yeah. We hate people swearing on this. Oh no, what am I talking about? But he also says, calm down, lads. We've won away, yes, but only because of another bit of individual brilliance. P.S. Swansea had a goal disallowed. It is very similar to Sheffield Wednesday, who nearly had a penalty. Still not convinced. Absolutely fair play. I hope we balanced it. We need people to offer balance. Either side, whether we win or whether we draw, whether we lose, whatever the result, it's important to look at it. And whilst we get carried away, Charlie brings it in very nicely. Thank you, sir. Ant says, it's the player attitude. He's got rid of 90% and doesn't need more. Hence why he didn't sign Dennis. Mm, we heard all the rumours about how he turned down the opportunity to bring in Emmanuel Dennis. Justin, oh yeah, stuff and nonsense. Hornets 1992, Edward says, on way back home on coach two, the atmosphere is amazing on this coach. Come on, Watford. Brilliant. Excellent. Gussie Brown says, fuck's sake, remember who we are. Celebrate the wins and hate the defeats. We are who we are. Quite right. Uh, a win a win out in Swansea after happy days, says Jake Brown. Jake, go and have a great time, mate. Ed says, think loser could have added a little bit. Not much, though. Fair enough. Stuart Roberts, three-word review about bloody time. Stu's now come onto the long forms and is now censoring himself down to an additional three words. Oh, this thing can go in all sorts of different directions. Ed also said, come on, King Ken. James Dean, thanks, Peter. Long-time listener. Happy to say that with all that is going on in the world, let's just enjoy that we have a football club to be part of. Absolutely. James, thank you so much. I couldn't agree with you more. And it's important, as was said a couple of questions ago, by Gus, celebrate the wins. 
enjoy it. That's what we're here to do. And then Gus comes down and also says, fucking hate Luton. It's just also nice to add that in as well for no particular reason other than complete and utter gratuitousness. Guys, it's been it's been a it's been a funnier week in so many ways. Obviously, everything that is going on in the world is enough to drive everybody to distraction. And it's nice to have the football team in over a couple of days, albeit against exactly what Charlie mentioned there, opposition that hasn't necessarily done the greatest of stuff. But we've maybe gone up from I don't know, level two to level three, or incrementally, there has been little signs of micro adjustments, micro improvements. We've come back after an international break, and the last time we did that, things were fairly horrific. We've gone and played against perhaps opposition that hasn't played so well, but we've got the points, and that's all we can have expected to get from those games. Those games are now done. They are gone. They are departed. We now face Millwall, who will be again on a bit of a kind of a manager bounce kind of thing in terms of even if it's for their interim manager. And of course, the wonderful kind of hero of Watford, you know, Robbo, who's going to be there in the, I think he's assistant manager at the moment for Millwall on Saturday. We have already recorded and released now just tonight so that anybody traveling back, if you want to listen to something else now, because we appreciated you were going to be traveling into the evening. So if you want to stay with us for an extra half an hour, hear a little bit about Millwall and hear an awful lot of nonsense towards the end per normal, then, then please feel free to listen to that. We'll put out the videos tomorrow. We will look forward to Millwall coming and let's hope that we do to them what we did against Swansea tonight. PJ from Ireland didn't call in tonight, but the last couple of times he has done, he's done something that I thought was really innovative. He's looked back at last year and seen how things were going. And his comments were on Saturday, we're four points worse off than we were this time last year. Therefore, actually, whilst I appreciate it feels bad, actually... We, were, we started off all right with three games, if you remember, with Rob Edwards, and then things started to push off, go, go off the boil. Maybe things are reversing the other way. One of the things he looked at was the fact that Millwall and Swansea both did the double over us last season. Swansea can't do that this year. We've just got a result against them. That's a difference, and it means that we've got three points into that four points difference and however that kind of picks up. It's a positive whichever way we look and whichever way we cut it. We've got a hope on Saturday that we go and try and stop another team at the first time of asking from doing the double on us. So let's hope we can. Let's hope we can. Everybody who is travelling back, not just for tonight, but for all of the games that you guys have gone to and, and for all of the people who travel so regularly, and it's a it's a midweek game, so you guys have, have, have really got the campaign medals, but all of those people who've travelled to, to Blackpool away and, and to, to Swansea last year, between Christmas and New Year, when we had Alex come on with his uncle and talking about how awful everything was at the time. This one's for you because you've been absolutely heroic. You've done it all, all the time. We always call you out. It's so nice that this time you get to have a win to enjoy. Surely that's the most important thing. That's the best thing we could possibly hope for. That and a stable club moving forward. Good night. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app.
You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.